Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in Romans chapter 4 and stepping back to look at where we are in the context of Romans chapter 4. We look back Romans chapter 1 verses 18 through Romans 3.20 show that we all need righteousness. Gentiles are sinners and need righteousness. Romans 1.18 through 32. Jews are sinners and need righteousness. Chapter 2 verses 1 through chapter 3 verse number 8. Jews cannot be saved by the law. They cannot be saved by circumcision. And then chapter 3, verses 9 through 20, all of us are guilty before God and all of us need the righteousness that only he can give. And then in Romans 3, 21 through 31, that righteousness comes apart from the law. It is by faith and available to all as a free gift through Jesus who has redeemed or purchased us. And Jesus was the propitiation who paid the a price as an atoning sacrifice to take the punishment for our sin. Now in chapter 4, the Jews are looking at Abraham. Now Abraham would have been the supreme example of faith in the Old Testament and the father of the Jewish people. And Paul is driving home that Abraham was justified or saved by faith and not works. We see that in the first eight verses, that Abraham was justified by faith not by works. Notice in verse number three, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. He says it's not to him who works. The wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. It's not about working. He goes on in verse five, but to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Salvation is through faith alone. He picks up on David, verse six, seven, and eight. And David gives the, the picture that we're blessed when we trust Christ to remove our sin because he has completely paid for all of that sin and it will not be put back on our account. Abraham was justified by faith, not works. Verses 1 through 8 make that clear. Abraham was justified by faith, not by circumcision. Verses 9 through 12. Abraham was justified by faith, not by the law in verses 13 and following. The law really wasn't even here yet. But Abraham, notice in verse number 17 and following, would have this awesome part in bringing forth the promised seed. Even though he was old and past childbearing years, notice in verse number 19, he was uh, not being weak in faith. He did not consider his own body already dead since he's already 100, his wife is 90. He didn't waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but instead he was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Glory to God. Now, we see that picture of Abraham and his faith, his faith, his faith. But let's think about how we share in this righteousness, this imputation of righteousness. Notice verse number 22. Therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Why? Because Abraham had faith. But notice verse 23. Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us, it shall be imputed to us who believe in him, who raised up Jesus, our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. When Jesus died on the cross for our sin, we became justified. So God looks at us just as if I'd never sinned. The slate is clean. But even more than that, God imputes or puts on our account the righteousness of Jesus, He's imputing righteousness to us so that when God sees us, he not only sees a clean slate, but as we see at the end of Romans 4, we get a picture that God has imputed righteousness of Jesus 
on our account. So thank the Lord and live for the Lord today, not by a means of attaining salvation, but because he's taken your sin and he has declared you righteous. <music>